from WIS Politics in Madison. You're listening to Capital Chats. Hello, everybody. I'm Adam Kellenhofer here with a WIS Politics Capital Chats episode brought to you by Spectrum. Today, I'm joined in the office in Madison by my colleague, Kate Morton, to talk about an interview she just did with State Representative Dave Murphy. He is a Republican from Greenville. And Kate, you and Representative Murphy talked about the UW Systems Free Speech Survey. Is that right? Yeah, Adam, we touched on a lot of different topics related to the UW system. He is the chair of the Assembly Colleges and Universities Committee. So we definitely touched on that free speech survey. He told me that he's hoping to do some committee hearings, informational hearings on the results of that survey. And we also talked about the proposed 5% tuition increase for the UW system. All right, Kate, let's hear what Representative Murphy had to say about that free speech survey. Let's just start off with the UW system free speech survey that was released. What were your main takeaways from that survey? Or there may be any areas of concern, any good things that you got from that? Well, I think the good thing that I take away from it is the fact that we did. Uh, I think it was a very important survey to do. Um, I serve on the board of directors of an organization called Free Speech for Campus, and we certainly wanted uh, to, to see what kind of information we could get from students. And, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, the process started, started out, uh, you know, with some uh, some pitfalls. Uh, uh, when uh, um, Governor Thompson was was heading up the UW system, he, he was back in the survey. Then he um, steps down. Uh, Jay Falbo decided not to do it originally, then changed his mind, uh, and, and decided to do the survey. Um, we actually had one chancellor resign, uh, chancellor from Whitewater. Um, I, I think that was a, just a, a statement because he was an interim chancellor that was going to be leaving anyway. But um, so uh, uh, interim chancellor Felbo um, decided to, to do the survey. And, but then the the professor who was leading the survey decided that there were too many problems um, and, and the time frame was uh, becoming rather short um, with you know, the, the end of the semester coming. And so he pulled the survey himself. Well, when President Rothman uh, retired to run the UW system, he, he, he certainly comes across as a very strong advocate for free speech, and he definitely, you know, supported um, the survey. And so in the fall, we, we, we have the survey. Um, one of the interesting things I think that happened here, though, is I think the survey probably was better um, because it, it did wait. Um, the Wisconsin Institute for uh, Public Policy Service got uh, involved in it, uh, whipped, and their director, uh, Eric Giordano. And um, I, I think it gives, it's a better survey with more credibility because which was involved. Um, so the survey was started the end of October. Uh, it was scheduled to go four weeks. It was finished in three because uh, uh, just the good response to it. Uh, 10,500 responses. Um, so it gives us a real good idea of what, what the students are thinking. Um, you know, conservative students 
are concerned about uh, how their viewpoints are looked at on campus. Um, a, a pretty high number of them in the upper 60% range, you know, feel like that uh, they need to be careful <laughs> for presenting their ideas um, or they, they may have difficulty, whether it be, you know, a, a professor downgrading a, a paper or, um, you know, um, you know how, how some of the other students might react to them. Okay. Um, were there any possible bills that you would put forward in response to the results of this survey after what you observed from it? Well, I think that's a good question. And so our plan right now is to do some hearings in which we will have a chance within our assembly committee and colleges and universities to um, talk to the, the researchers who did it. Uh, and we can dive down a bit into the, um, you know, just the uh, mechanics uh, of the survey. People can ask some questions and get some better ideas of what's going on. We will probably be bringing in um, any national free uh, speech advocates and, and, and people that uh, have studied this. Are you still there? Yep, I'm right here. Oh, because um, my can oh, there we go. <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, yeah, bringing in those national people that can give us uh, their insight into this survey. There's been other surveys done around the nation on other campuses and uh, yeah, it would be nice to get a national perspective on how we compare with some of those and, and that kind of thing. So, you know, that's what we'll do. We'll investigate it more. Uh, will legislation come out of it? Uh, possibly. Um, you know, I've uh, been involved with some of the free speech legislation in the past. Um, and uh, you know, I think it's you know probably more likely than not that we would bring a bill again uh, protecting free speech rights. And, of students um, and faculty, for that matter, on campus. Because uh, surprisingly, I've had a fair amount of professors reach out to me about the fact that uh, uh, that free speech isn't as uh, uh, as well protected as it should be, and that there are you know that they they have they have issues with it, and. Uh, so yeah, we'll be we'll we'll probably be talking to a lot of professors when we go into our information groups. Okay, sure. So another big thing is the proposed five percent tuition increase for the UW system. So what are your thoughts on that proposal? I know you had had a bill to I think it was index any increases to the rate of inflation, I believe. Yeah. So interestingly, and and and. Uh, uh, my committee had uh, President Rothman in. Uh, the day uh, of that uh, particular hearing is when he announced uh, that they were having a 5% increase. And um, I brought up to him that I had a bill that would cap UW uh, tuition at the uh, consumer price index level, and which would have been 6.5%. So a 5% increase would have certainly fit within the uh, within the realm of uh, the bill that I was proposing. So, um, you know, I, I, I was uh, glad it was somewhat below that. Obviously, uh, if at some point people don't do things at levels that are below inflation, it's going to be pretty hard to get inflation down. So, mm -hmm. um, but 
people have said to me, well, Dave, you know, because uh, they're, they're asked for uh, a tuition increase below inflation, you know, is your bill important? And I think it is. I think it's very important. And I don't look at that bill as a short-term fix or a one-time thing. I look at that bill as something that 20 years from now, when when I'm you know sitting at home, uh, you know, in my old age, and I look back and say, that was a really good idea. It fixed a problem for the long term rather than us dealing with tuition every single session of legislature. I think this could fix the problem forever. Okay. Well, touching on another issue more related to the state budget, uh, the UW system has proposed the Wisconsin Tuition Promise, which provide up to four years of tuition for certain families. Um, what are your thoughts on that proposal? I know the Assembly Speaker had maybe cast some doubt on whether that would be in the budget. So what are your thoughts? So the idea of, of trying to make it easier for uh, first-generation students and, and students uh, from uh, low-income families to be able to get into the university uh, is, is, is a very good idea. Uh, I also have a concern about it, though. And my concern is about the fact that when something is free, uh, it somehow becomes devalued. And I always like people to have some skin in the game. And so I don't know, uh, some adjustments around making sure that people uh, maybe pay something. Um, and, you know, if you get a college degree, even though you may be disadvantaged right now, by the time you get that college degree, and if the, if the amount that you pay would be very small, uh, it, it should be something that you would be able to handle. And, then at that point, you look at it as it's something you're paying back. You're paying back to the system that that helped you to begin with. Okay. Um, another issue is the branch campuses. You know, we saw UW Platteville Richland had to transition to online learning. Uh, do you have any concerns about other branch campuses that also have some lower enrollment numbers lately? Well, uh, you know, back in uh, in 2012, when I started here, uh, the enrollment on those campuses was almost at an all-time high. Now, 11 years later, um, you know, it's it's become very low. And I always question, um, we've had some bank uh, failure uh, issues lately. What's the economy going to look like next year at this time? Uh, maybe it won't be so good. Maybe it'll be a lot more like it was back in 2010. And all of a sudden, those campuses could be quite a lot more popular than they are right now. So things change. Um, I do think, though, there's a point at which um, a campus like Richland Center um, got down to about 55 students. It, it's hard to maintain a, a campus on 55 students. There's a certain uh, sort of critical mass 
that that you need to you know provide a good education and uh, yeah uh, that, that it, it, it's tough to do that to a community but on the other hand uh, the idea of keeping it going uh, is very hard. Uh, I know that the community there reach on center wanted uh, you know four million dollars to keep that campus going for another year. Well, based on the number of students that they had, it was bringing eighty thousand dollars a student. Well, you know, this becomes very difficult to do. And I think what we need to be looking at, and uh, I, I told uh, President Rothman that is that we look at two-year campuses and say, well, they're, you know, this is a great place to go because the tuition is so low. Well, the tuition might be low, but that doesn't mean the cost is low. The cost could be extremely high for that student. Uh, they're just not paying very much. And so we have to figure out exactly what the cost is to educate a student at, that, at some of those campuses and make sure that it's not getting so extraordinarily high that uh, that it really becomes uneconomical for, for the people of those guys. Sure. So I guess to wrap things up, uh, you know, education can be a heated topic in general. Do you think there's any opportunities for bipartisan efforts during this session? Anything that Republicans and Democrats can find common ground on? Well, I, I believe there is. I would I would like to think my tuition bill is something that that people could agree on. I, I don't think it's Republican or Democrat. I think it's common sense for the university. Um, one of my concerns in education is. Um, is really uh, K-12, but how how the issue in K-12 is linked to higher education. So in K-12, we have very low math and reading scores in lots of schools. And I don't think the level of proficiency in our K-12 school system is really acceptable to anyone right now. And the universities are not happy sometimes with the students that they have coming in. You know, they, they need too much remedial education and they're not as far along as they, uh, as they feel they should be. But on the other hand, the university, uh, our university system is teaching most of our teachers. And so, uh, you know, the question then becomes to the university, you know, what responsibility are you taking for uh, the uh, proficiency of K-12 students. You're teaching the teachers. Do a better job. All right, Kate, thank you so much for bringing us that interview today. If our listeners want to read more, they can head over to our website at wispolitics.com. And stay tuned this week. The UW Board of Regents is going to be voting on a proposal to raise the tuition. So stay tuned for coverage on that. Yeah, they can check out that coverage over on our website, like I said, at wispolitics.com. But for now, I'm Adam Kellenhofer. I'm Kate Morton. Thanks for tuning in to Wispolitics Capital Chats, brought to you by Spectrum.